welcome back to our show. Well, welcome back, everybody. This is Twanda. Hey, this is Ramel. Hey, Ramel. Hey, girl. Hey. <laughs> it's so <laughs> nice to be back doing our thing. I know. I know. I've been missing recording. Yeah, it's, it's good. It's just nice to be back in the, you know, with the headphones and the microphone and the bright light and the pajamas on the bottom. Isn't that great? I love it. I love that part. I love that part. <laughs> All right. Well, listen, girl, can yes, I ask ma'am. you something? Absolutely. What's up? Have you seen those people who've oh. lost weight during the pandemic? Girl, I have seen that. And I'm like, oh, that would have been a good, that would have been a really good look for me. But I have not <laughs> taken that tech. I have not gone that direction. Well, I want to tell you, my real question was, Am I the only one hating on those people? Or, you know, just don't, I don't really want to be out here alone going like, oh, man. You know, I mean, part of me is like, go, girl. And I'm like. And part of me is like, hey. Okay, I just, I I was just checking. I know. Let's not tell anybody else, okay? We just keep that between us. I'm going to tell you, even Mm -hmm. Facebook, though, knows Uh I'm thinking about this because I get these, um, I got something an advertisement for like lose 40 pounds and i was like 40 pounds facebook i was like seriously (laughs) (laughs) how dare you be in my thoughts face i'll say that when i was you know i still get those there's something called shaper mint or something that oh yeah pulls you in and holds you i'm like okay i got it facebook and then, and, and speaking of Facebook, I have a friend from middle school uh-huh. and high school uh-huh. who around that time, I'm still looking at these things scrolling through and he comes on Facebook live, you know, uh-huh. it's like Ren Jones on Facebook live. And he's talking about these three mistakes people make in their fat loss journey. So I'm reading uh-huh. the writing on the wall, like, okay, fine, fine. <laughs> fine, we're going to talk about this. Yeah, we're going to talk about this because I listened <laughs> to him and he he made, I was expecting the regular exercise, don't eat so much, no, exercise more, don't eat so much. And I don't remember. What Whatever I was it expecting. is that makes that, you that's unhappy. What I, right? All three things make you unhappy. <laughs> yes, Just, yes. Yes, fine. <laughs> I know. And so I I thought it'd be a good idea. He did such a good job at explaining the three mistakes that people like me would tend to make. Yeah. mm, us. Uh, I didn't want to have to speak on your behalf, but yeah. (laughs) And so I said, let's, let's bring him on the show. Let's have him give us some, give us a version of, you know, help us understand. Because when I was listening to his Facebook live, I actually listened to it after the fact. So I couldn't ask him questions. And uh-huh. you know how we have questions, like, all the time. So we brought, that's our guest for today. His name is Ren Jones, and Ren is the owner of Fitness Jones Training. It's an online coaching business where he specializes in coaching overworked moms. That would be us. Raise your hand. That's right. <laughs> By giving them some short, simple workouts and uncomplicated nutrition strategies. Need uncomplicated Need nutrition that. strategies. Okay, so after losing his brother to a heart attack, his sister to substance abuse, and his mom to long-term illness, he left the corporate world and became a certified personal trainer, a corrective exercise specialist, and nutritional coach. That's a lot to say. I mean, he's Mm -hmm. doing, and I must say, 
He is a beloved yellow jacket from Carver High School. That's where we, uh, I remember the most about uh, us spending time together at Carver High. So with no further ado, welcome, welcome, <laughs> Ren. Ren, 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 Ren. <laughs> oh, Carver School. Oh, yes. <laughs> the best in all the land. Oh, no, I, I'm t- I forgot to tell you he could sing. Oh, I, I, I was High. like, what? Okay. Yeah. Carver High's own Jones siblings, not related. That's right. Wanda Jones and Ren Jones. <laughs> Yo, those thanks, thanks for having me, ladies. I'm I'm happy to be here. This this is exciting. I'm 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 ready to dish all the dirt. All the <laughs> fitness dirt will be dished hmm. today. Perfect. All well, right. I I remember what you said because I actually took notes. But I don't know if you remember what, what you I did take notes. I remember. He takes notes about everything. Okay, that is very true. Okay. That, that's very true. This, um, is, this is historically accurate from yeah. what I remember of Quandy Jones in school. The notebook whips out. Anytime guess, the conversation starts, the notebook whips out. I've, I've been known to whip out a notebook in a movie, but let's not talk about me today. Help us. <laughs> you said. Balance this out with them. <laughs> Do, do you remember the three uh, mistakes people tend to make in their fat loss journey? You had three. I know this is not really a pop quiz, but do you remember what I they believe, were? I believe that I do. And for those that don't know me, and I guess, you know, I'm assuming most people listening to this probably don't. Twanda knows me well enough to know that I will go off on a riff uh, unplanned and it'll sound like a full speech. And later on, I won't know what I said. So this, this is the <laughs> basis of why she's asking me this question. She's, she's not being funny. <laughs> Like she knows me well enough to know that I will talk for an hour eloquently about a subject and forget every last thing that I said. I'm not a big planner, but I do remember this, Wanda. Okay, okay. Test me for this. Okay. Number one was working out too much, too much exercise. Mm-hmm. Something along those lines. Yeah, that, that's right. That's right. Number number two was being overly restrictive with food. Yes. yes. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And three, three was sleep. Yes. Is that right? Yes. I nailed it. I nailed you it. nailed it. Okay. I you nailed it. Both for Ren. Yeah. I also, I also wrote it down before we started. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm not the only one who takes notes. Okay. I just uh, want to make that. Jones. <laughs> Point note. That's hilarious. <laughs> oh, God. Awesome. Yeah, I know myself well enough to know I wasn't going to remember that. So I went back and viewed the live session. And wrote down my own notes. You're not the only note taker, Jones here. That's hilarious. This is Jones Baker. Oh, that is great. Okay, well, <laughs> we have questions. Okay. And I yeah, you said that training too much. Now yes. from out I mean, like, I think that I know I don't train enough. Right. I know right. I need mm-hmm. to train more. And mm-hmm. then there's this thing out called insanity. Yes. And it's like oh, Ooh hour long you just work out work out and i think that works right i mean smash it right smash it (laughs) yes so tell us like what does that look like when january 1st comes and i'm like yes "Yes, i'm gonna get out here i'm gonna do it Mm -hmm, and then mm -hmm. i can't move and then i sit back down and i was like you know how it is you get out there and you're like i'm gonna crush this thing oh yeah and then you crush it and then you're like i can't move and then you you get out of the rhythm of it so 
Absolutely. Help us with that. So, so here's the, may, may I start? Is it, is, do I have permission to start with a little science? Can I, can I start? <laughs> yes, with by okay. all means. <laughs> let's, let's, start, let's start with a bit of science first, and I'll try to be as concise as possible in explaining the science. So number one, your body doesn't change because of the movement that you give it. It changes because of what it does during the rest period after the movement has happened. That so makes no sense. Think about it like cake. Like your cake doesn't bake because you stir the batter ferociously. I love cake. I believe in a world where cake and squash coexist. Really? Uh, absolutely. Okay. That's a absolutely. whole nother episode. We'll, we'll, get, right we'll get to that in point okay. two when we okay. talk about the restricted food. Okay. So, so if, if you've ever made a cake, you know that mm -hmm. it requires some type of mixture. You have to mix the batter, right? Mm -hmm. You know, imagine wanting a cake so badly that you, that you, you mix the batter with power tools. You know, I don't mean your, your standard blender. You know, I mean, you, you go out, you get some, some real power to maybe a jackhammer, you know, perhaps, <laughs> perhaps a chainsaw with an attachment to blend that batter. <laughs> you know, you're going, you're putting all the power in the blending, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You can blend it as hard as you want to, and you won't get a cake until you set it in the oven and let it rest and rise, right? That's the process. Same thing with your body. You know, we'll throw all this activity at our body with the with, devoid of any, any rest whatsoever. And then we get frustrated that we're not getting great results. Your body changes when you're not doing the work. Exercise is stress. It's purposeful stress. It's good stress. It sure but is. it is stress, you know, and it promotes a stress response. Um, so when you exercise that way, uh, you promote that stress response. You're actually, your, your physical markers are worse right after a workout than they are before you went into a workout. And I'm sorry, there's a train here. I don't know if you guys can hear it. I hope <laughs> what? Not. I don't hear that. Okay, That's no good. train. <laughs> All right, good, good. Um, so, um, so right after a workout, you're in the worst possible phys state of physicality, right? Your, your numbers are I'm off, tired. stress response show. Yes. Yeah, yeah mm -hmm. tired. Breathing um, hard. Breathing hard, blood pressure maybe. I'm on the up. floor usually. Could be, but okay. Yeah, you're on the floor. Mm -hmm. You're incapacitated. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but you don't, you don't feel particularly, your body's not in its best physical state right after a workout. Okay. Although shortly after that, endorphins will flow. You'll start to feel sort of euphoric. Mm -hmm. But the results that you want are going to come from the rest period. That's where your body changes. That's where, that's where it releases all those muscle building, fat burning hormones. That's when, that's when the recovery mode starts. Your body is repairing itself based on strategic damage. The trick to training is knowing what things cause the damage that will allow the bottom, the body's automated responses to respond favorably. Right. You know, oh, so, okay. So there yeah, was a so, science and a trick to it. I was like, yeah, yeah. There's it, a little, there's like a little if you science. work out real hard a long time, can did you still get there though? I mean, it sounds like you're saying that that it happened right. like the body changes when you resting but yes you didn't i can still work out a lot or i have to work out a lot just as long as i rest no no because no more is not better it's just more, more. so imagine <laughs> here's another cake analogy uh, that i like to use imagine the recipe for your cake says you're going to bake it for one hour at 350 mm -hmm. um you want cake faster than that just like my clients want change faster yeah. than what it takes so you say well you know what I'm going to, I'm going to ratchet the oven up to 700. I just happen yes. to have a kiln. Some, you own a kiln. <laughs> <laughs> you're the only house on the block with a kiln. You've got a full, mm -hmm. full, 
full brick cave oven. Yeah, uh, <laughs> just a cave oven. So you ratchet it up to 700. You say, I'm going to bake this cake in half the time. You know, at, at twice the uh, twice the heat, mm-hmm. I can bake it in half the time. Now my now my cake will be baked in 30 minutes. Not at all. No. It, it's, it sounds great for math, right? It does. <laughs> but in the physical universe, if you if you put batter into an oven at 700 degrees, you're going to get scorched batter. You're not going to get a cake. So there's a balance physically that you have to take into account. It's just not mathematics. Um, you know, uh, cut, cut the mathness out there. Uh, okay. Now, that, now that's what you lost stop, me. That was stop like, stop the uh, mathness like because madness. <laughs> you can't just do extra stuff. And then the numbers play out because you have stress response, you have hormones, you have tissue breakdown, all of these things coming, coming in place. So what I try to get people to do is find the minimum effective dose. If I have a headache, you know, and 200 milligrams of ibuprofen cures the headache, I'm not going to take a thousand just to make sure I really kill it <laughs> because I'm going to have some stomach issues probably, That's true. Uh, yeah. you know, so the numbers play out that, oh, if 200 milligrams will reduce my headache in 45 minutes, then maybe a thousand milligrams <laughs> will reduce my headache in 10 minutes. Okay. Um, hold on. Hold on. I'm trying to absorb doesn't work this. that way. I'm, I'm trying to absorb this. I'm trying to make sure I'm understanding. Come on, and boy. if I work out more than I need to, like I, I, yes. I, there's, there's like a limit. So if I work out more than I need to, it's just like diminishing returns. Come on with it. No returns. Like Tell your story. What, what happens if I overdo it? The doors of the church are open. I, <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm just trying to understand because it's hard to understand. It, I can actually overdo it and my body doesn't yes, change. Yes. Yes. Wait, if I work too hard, my body won't change. That's exactly what What's I'm saying. What's the science but, in that? That's because wrong. because you get no recovery time. You know, you're you're constantly beating your body. You're beating it down, beating it down, and beating it down. You know, the body works through adaptive response, adaptation, right? But the right amount of adaptation. So if you're if your hands are in the water for long enough, your fingertips wrinkle, right? That's that's meant for you to be able to grip things underwater. Uh, because you're in a compromised position. So I was today years old when yeah, I when you learn that. that. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's that's <laughs> exactly. why your palms don't wrinkle. You know, that's why you that's that's why the, your knuckles aren't wrinkled. Just your fingertips to help you grip things, loosen the skin. You know, so you get more traction yeah. in your grip. But if you're not in the water long what? enough, they don't they don't wrinkle, right? They don't wrinkle when you wash your hands. No. Uh, but if you're in the water too long, well, you're a CSI case, so you don't want to do that either. <laughs> So there's, a, there's a sweet spot <laughs> where things happen that are favorable. You've done mm-hmm. enough to promote an adaptation, adaptive response. You haven't done so much that you compromise the body. So that's the minimum effective dose. And what I've found for most clients is that's usually about three days per week, uh, mm-hmm. about 30 to 40 minutes per day with rest days in between for because I get clients in two different categories. They've been working out hard and not seeing results. Right. They haven't worked that at all. Uh, okay. So, and now we know today, right now, why working out hard and not getting results is a thing. Didn't then, really understand that. Yes. Uh, yes. Before. And then not working out at all. I understand that really, really well. I know we how know that the, doesn't yeah, work. Most, you know? most familiar with that one. Um, now, you told me, and I say you told me, but you told everybody on Facebook Live, but I, mm-hmm. you were talking to me. I was sure of it. You said that the body, that something about the body in women and that fat uh, yes. is protective. Yes. And I remember yes. going, what? Yes. Ren, yes. Fat is the, could, no, could you explain that to everybody else? Because I don't want to mess it up and, and say it wrong. And that's, 
that's important in the same context, right? Of, of not working out too hard because women, uh, your bodies, like most of you are much, much more intelligent than men. So I'll take that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Take it. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Put that, put that notch go. down. Uh, mm-hmm. Whoever keeping score, that's score women. <laughs> um, so, so what happens is for a woman, can I get really real? Is this, Yo, is this please. Okay? Yeah. Right. Really for, real. for, for a woman to, to, to blossom sexually, you know, mm-hmm. f- start, start a menstrual cycle. There's a certain amount of body fat required. Mm-hmm. We see that happening earlier in life now, because mm-hmm. unfortunately there's a population there are higher percentages of body fat earlier in, in years. You know, we mm-hmm. were skin and bones, nine, 10, 11, 12. We were skin and bones kids. Like, you know, uh, but now uh, because of stuff that's in our food, et cetera, et cetera, that body fat percentage, that marker gets hit earlier in life. Uh, number two, uh, breast milk comes from body fat. Mm-hmm. Number three, fertility is an issue of having enough body fat uh, for a woman to be fertile, to carry a child to term. So nature these, wants me to be curvy. Is that what I'm hearing? Nature wants you to be curvy. Nature uh, wants you to be curvy. So <laughs> your body, can I use a bad word? Is it yes, okay? Yes, you can. Yeah, we all adults your, here. Okay. Your body doesn't give a shit about abs. It cares about procreation and the longevity of the species. Women are mm-hmm. center point of that procreation and longevity of species. Men are donors. That, you know, we could die right after. And the species would go on, you know, like <laughs> like a black widow or something like that. You get right. eaten by our man. Praying, the species mantis, would survive. That's it. Yeah, mm-hmm. praying mantis. That, thank you. Thank mm-hmm. you so much, Twan. I'm, I'm here for you. Always so good at biology. Um, so, <laughs> so, so because of that, your body is very, very um, protective of body fat for women. So one of the things that happens, they did a study at University of, uh, University of Massachusetts Amherst. And what they did is they took men and women, they had them work out for an hour. Same workout, strenuous workout, an insanity level workout, mm-hmm. if you will. Uh, and what they found is two things. Number one, during the workout, women burn more body fat. Yay, right? Yay, women. Big win. Mm-hmm. They found that after a workout that was fairly strenuous, anywhere between 500 calories burned and up, mm-hmm. um, that the women had a 33% higher hunger signaling after the workout. Uh-huh. And if they mm-hmm. ignored it, it increased exponentially hours after that workout so everybody is serious like you gonna eat serious you gonna eat uh, because you're burning that fat and your body's like this is Mm -hmm. no good for procreation this isn't good for the species you know you burned too much fat during this workout we're gonna you know millions of years of evolution we're gonna even it out Mm-hmm. By making you thirty-three percent hungrier than what a normal than what a man will be doing, having done the oh. same exact workout. So when women exercise extra, extra, it also drives up their hunger signaling. And this is this is normal body fat, mm. body type woman. You know, thirty thirty percent body fat and up, which is normal. You know, that's that's mm-hmm. a normal range of, of body fat. So if you're an athlete, you get away with a little bit more. Uh, but if you're trying to work out like an athlete you there are countermeasures in your body uh physiologically that will offset the extra effort again so i'm looking for that minimum effective dose so if i keep that workout plan as a coach if i keep it under a certain amount of effort that still produces results i don't cause you to have to butt heads with your own physiology as a woman you know you're always when you're trying to do too much you're always that salmon swimming upstream Mm -hmm. uh and there's there's a body fat bear (laughs) <laughs> waiting for you waiting, waiting for you to, to breach that river that fresh okay. water trout you know that's that salmon okay. so you can snatch you up so 
what, what I try to do with my clients is help them learn these things that allow them to swim with the flow right. of what their body wants to do uh, so that we can, we can sort of get in and steal the body fat jewels that are in, that are in the safe, but not make so much noise that we alert the homeowner who comes in and shoots us up with okay. more body fat. So uh, I need so, to stop you right there. Cause I'm just stop like, me right here. Ramel. What? Oh my gosh. I'm giving y'all. I get right really now. hungry. I'm probably working out way too much. First of all, I'm, I'm a little, I'm, I'm low key mad at my body. Right. But <laughs> messing with me like this. Right. But, but it, uh, it helps me to understand. I guess. Yeah. And I, I so appreciate you going into the whole science of it yeah. because it kind of, in a way, gives you permission to say, okay, I really need to listen to my body here yes. and try to figure out where is that sweet spot. How, I mean, I know that everybody is going to be like, I need a Ren Jones in my life. But, <laughs> I hope so. I, you know? I, sincerely, I sincerely hope so. <laughs> I know. But like, how, how do you, I'm not trying to give you all your secrets away, That's but all right. how do you work with your clients to try to find that, that, uh, that zone, that, mm -hmm. that place where you're a little bit more balanced? Like yes. what are, what, what should we be looking for from our bodies? Yes. yes. Oh, it's such a good question. So the first thing that I do is uh, there are very few clients that I'll ever get that I won't put on a three day a week schedule. Uh, and, and the schedule would be, Hey, three days. 20, maybe 30 minutes, some cases, 40 minutes worth of exercise, strength training. Mm -hmm. And on the other days, please don't do any workouts. If you want to do an active <laughs> recovery type thing, if you want to walk, if you want to do yoga, you know, some light cycling or biking. So that's, that's sort of where I start. And, and what I've observed over the last six or seven years is that's a, that's a sweet spot for most people. If you're overtraining, that's a, that's a good sweet spot to sort of pull you off of activity. If you're not doing anything, three days a week works like a wonder because you weren't doing anything. Um, so that's where I start. The, as, far as, as far as physical cues, number one, you're not supposed to be sore all the time. Um, you're, you're not supposed to be sore all the time. You've sort of progressed too quickly. And soreness is not an indication of progress. It's just an uh, indication that something new has happened to your body. Uh, Twanda, if you remember, I think at Carver, our baseball sort of field area. I think we had the cement bleach yeah. there. Mm -hmm. I remember, yeah, I remember that. my butt being sore. That does uh -huh. not mean my glute screw. You sit on the floor, you know, crisscross applesauce style for, for about an hour at, mm -hmm. at in our age range. <clears throat> oh, I might uh, not get up, but yeah. I know. yeah. And you're going to have a sore butt when you get up. Your, right. your butt didn't grow. Like you're oh, not on your okay. way to J-Lo. Okay. When you're you sore. <laughs> when sweat, you say it like that, yeah. it does make sense. But sweat I, also I, not an indication of progress. So people want to sweat. They go, oh, if I get sweaty, it's, sweat is not fat crying. Sweat is your body's coolant system. When you burn <laughs> fat, you excrete it through your lungs. You breathe out the remnants of fat that your body burns. Up, stop, wait, really? what? Wait, Doesn't I come breathe out of a, yes, out? yes, your lungs are your primary excretory uh, organ for fat loss. When your body processes fat, Utilizes over energy. Most of it comes out of CO2. You breathe it out. About 98% of it and about 2% of it comes out through urine or feces and maybe a negligible percent does come out through sweat. But sweat is not, you're, you're, we're not Canadian bacon. You know, we don't, oh, okay. we don't get hot the and the sweat okay. rolls off into that, look, that, that old Crisco container that grandma had. 
Like that's not the, that's not <laughs> okay. the way. You look. My mama had that Crisco. I know. I know she had that Crisco container. <laughs> okay, on, hold somebody. on, hold on, hold on. Can I do breathing exercises and maybe lose some extra fat? I just had I, to I, ask this question. I wish I wish you could, Tawanda, but uh, last I'd be excellent at that. Last no. Nell's already been practicing. Client. She's already been practicing the breathing exercises. <laughs> okay. The, the back half of this podcast, you guys have been sitting there holding your breath and breathing. I know. You're the only one talking. So, so, so uh, uh, another thing that you'll notice is that um, sleep, dis- you know, your sleep gets interrupted. Mm-hmm. Interruptions in your sleep is probably in, in, uh, an indication that you're working out too much. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, consistent soreness, um, uh, f- general fatigue is probably an indication that you're working out too much. You, ha- you start to have uh, issues with, um, with hair loss uh, and, and things I've like that. I've never done that much. Don't worry yeah, about these- it. <laughs> and 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 there's there's something there's something re- very serious called rhabdo and it r h a b d o and it stands for a longer term that i cannot remember how to pronounce but this is an in case this is a situation where people work out so much that the muscle breaks down the proteins impact the kidneys and you can die from it you can work out so hard that you can you create a condition where your kidneys shut down i i know several people that have done it before um and uh, and it's very hard to recover from that, if at all. So, so there is I, a limit. As long as okay, so I, I just want you to know there is no chance in the world <laughs> that I am going to have that type of fate, unless you tell me that it can happen from working three, working out three times a week. If if three times a week will never get me to the point that I might die of overworking out, no, that's probably no. all I need to I do. think. I think you'll I think you'll be okay. <laughs> So uh, let's go back to the nutrition, um, move over right. to that nutrition part. Um, you talked about having an overly strict diet. Can we give yes. those names? Because I think both Ramel and I have talked about or tried some Whole30 or keto yes. during this pandemic. Would yes. that be considered an overly strict diet? Well, first, I think me trying the Whole30, I think mm-hmm. my kids told me I made it to Whole0. zero. <laughs> I, okay, I tried the whole 30. I made it, I tried it five different times and made it to zero the, each time. You didn't even wow. get the whole one? Mm-mm. No, not even I, the whole no. day. No. Okay. It was awful. But anyway, go ahead. Passing it back so, to you, man. So here, it, it's, it's the tale of extremes, right? We are ex- an extreme society. We fantasize about extremes. We brag about extremes, um, but extremes don't work for humans. We're we're not. We're literally not built that way. Psychologically, we're not we're not built that way. So, what happens with the extremes is we draw out this laundry list of things that we can't have. Right? Mm-hmm. Self-imposed can't have. Mm-hmm. And the and the way that the thinking mind, the way that autonomy, the way that um, the way that the, the, the thinking brain works, uh, ambivalence, the way that ambivalence works is that you, you are drawn to the thing that you restrict almost automatically mm-hmm. because the, the brain doesn't have an ability to unfocus on something. There's no negating focus verbally or psychologically in the mind of a human being. You can't say, don't think about this or don't have that the brain skips past the command right to the subject. It's the way that we work. Um, we've seen that, especially recently with things like don't touch your face. 
Yes. You know, my face has never itched so much in 46 <laughs> years of grocery shopping as it has being told, don't, don't touch, touch your, your face. face. Yeah. As soon as I touched that grocery shopping cart, my nose, cheeks, and mouth itched horrendously. Yeah. Uh, it's just yeah. how the working brain, how the thinking brain works. Um, don't date that boy. Yeah, don't date I that know girl. that. Yeah, yeah we that do. you don't ever tell well. the kid that's right. like the right. wrong thing. That, that works real well. You tell me, so, don't eat sugar and right. all I want. All right, 100%. don't eat bread, actually. It's the bread that gets me. The, the I want adult, a roll. I want yeah, the, all the bread. All the bread. Same, same. Mm. So I don't play those games with clients because the adult thinking brain fixates on what I restrict, on what anybody restricts. Um, you know, you've been to a doctor before. Mm-hmm. They, they say, you know, after seven, you can't drink anything. We've got a, a test tomorrow. They say you that. You can drink a gallon up until seven o'clock at 7.01 <laughs> and one second. You'll be dying of thirst. <laughs> you can't eat after eight. You could eat all the way up to eight o'clock at 8.01 in one second. You need a snack. It's just how the brain works. It doesn't unfocus. So you can't say don't and then give a subject and then restrict it. You're going to, you're going to drive people to it. So Man, this is psychology. It's psychology. You just scoot it from fitness, nutrition to psychology. And, it, and it's all, it's all important though. Like, you know, this is the, okay. this is the holistic necessities of getting to a fitness goal, you okay. know, because uh, as you, as you guys heard from the first point, you're doing everything that's causing it to be harder to get to the goal. And here with the nutrition, what's common is everything that makes it harder to get to the nutrition goal. A laundry list of things that you don't eat. Good, good nutritional intervention starts with addition. Um, you, you had pizza, no problem. Hey, let's try to add one piece of fruit today. Um, you know, you drank, you know, 36 ounces of Pepsi. Uh, let's try to add a glass of water. Should not cut out the Pepsi. I don't care how much Pepsi you drink. Let's just try to add a glass of water every day this week. Oh, uh, this the sounds nice. The positives will crowd out the perceived negatives. There are no good and bad foods, really. Uh, there are good and bad habits associated mm-hmm. with foods. They're just a tool. You know, the, the, the same knife that Ray Ray got stabbed up with could be the knife that Ray Ray's aunt and uncle cut the cake at their wedding ceremony. Is the knife good or bad? <laughs> Neither. It's the the uh, intent yes. and use of the, of the tool mm-hmm. is, is mm-hmm. where the problem comes. Food is just the same type of tool. You know, people tell me, are donuts bad? How are you feeling? You know, I just had a really rough day. I just need a donut. That's bad. The intent uh, is bad there, you know, versus, man, I really love donuts. I got, they got some fresh ones. The hot Let me now sign is Because I love yeah. donuts. Mm-hmm. The intent there. Yeah. Uh, the intent much, much better. You know, yeah. intent follows through action to completion. So you can adjust your results doing the same action if you've adjusted the intent that yeah. went into the action. I want you just to say. I want you to say that again. <laughs> I heard you, but I think it's. No, I know. I really think it's important. The intent the of why we're doing things Anything. really is what is affecting us. Maybe in terms of the negative um, impact that those yes. things have. Right. Yes. So say, so say it again for the people in the back. <laughs> you can adjust, I'm in the back, by the way. You can adjust the result of any action, even if the same action, by adjusting the intent. Two different intents, two, di- two different results. Mm-hmm. You know, I give somebody $5 that's on the street. Nobody's there. I give it out of my heart. I love people. Versus I give somebody $5 that's on the street. I, I film it on Instagram. I post it everywhere so people can see what an awesome person I am. 
the intent taints the action and it also taints by virtue of the process, it taints the result. Uh, so so one, one thing I'm much more mindful with my clients, more so than what they're eating, is why they're eating and subsequently sort of how they're eating. But when you go overly restrictive with your food, um, you're going to want everything that you're mm -hmm. quote unquote not supposed to have. You're going to think about it constantly. And there's a, there's a, psychological, uh, there's a psychological diagnosis called um, cognitive dietary restraint. And, you know, the short, the short definition, because I can't remember the actual definition, but the short definition of cognitive dietary restraint uh, is, you know, your tendency to judge all food choices based solely on whether it will add weight or, or help you lose weight. Uh, in terms of, in terms of, I'm really, really choices. good at that, and by the way. What they found. Yeah, like I can look at and be it, like, yeah. mm, I should not eat this. This is really full of calories right. and right. fat. And then I look at this thing that I don't like, like, so I don't know, it. asparagus, and go, I should really eat that because it's probably good for me. <laughs> You, I'm just saying that I look at everything. Like, you, you, I, I do. I mean, I might say I'm not supposed to do this, but I'm going to do it yeah. anyway. But I've, I've had that thought in my right, head that right. this is something I'm supposed to eat. And this, see, I'm yes. really good at that. It, that's not good though. That's not good. Yes. And, and I, and what I try to do is I take away all those supposed tos, can't haves, shouldn't, and, and, you know, these, these words are not profitable. Uh, for a great return on investment in the change process uh, because they, they ultimately don't exist. It's, it's, it's made up verbiage. It's, um, it's self-imposed, it's self-imposed sort of restriction and, um, and, and, you know, it, okay. it comes That's out of true. a dark place, okay? right? It doesn't, doesn't, doesn't come out of a good place. So it, again, intent to action to result, it leads to a dark result. So, but cognitive dietary restraint, research has shown that uh, two, two prominent things happen when you're sort of overly concerned about your nutritional process. Number one, uh, a loss of bone density. Decreased bone density has been shown as a physical side effect of women who operate you with just a high level cognitive dietary restraint. I wish women I did. Women already lose so bones. A lot of that yeah, osteoporosis. Anyway. So we're, right, we're but, but we, a lot of us work, maybe that's why we lose bone density because we worry about, it's a co -factor. I don't understand. Okay. I'll take your word for it. It's a co-factor. So, so, and, and, uh, and high releases of the stress hormone cortisol, uh, are also a result. Now, any amount of stress, physical, mental, otherwise can release cortisol. It's our fight. It's one of our fight or flight, you know, hormones it's, it's, but it's necessary in spurts. Cortisol is what wakes you up in the morning to get your day going. Unfortunately, when you wake up at two or three or four o'clock yeah. in the morning, uh, sort of startled awake, that's also an indication of cortisol release, which can be produced mm -hmm. from overtraining or high levels of cognitive dietary yeah, yeah, restraint. You see what I'm that. getting at here? Now, cortisol is problematic because cortisol, number one, uh, it, it, can cause, it can cause other hormonal shifts. But number two, cortisol makes us uh, sort of increasingly predisposed to adding body fat to our midsection. Oh, this uh, is so terrible. When I, when I get a, oh, yeah. So when I get a client who says, you know, I mm -hmm. used to only gain weight in my hips and my thighs, but recently oh. I'm going to my midsection. I know that they're either probably oh, perimenopausal Lord. or menopausal because menopause, you know, increases, can increase a cortisol release. Or I know that they they're, they're, they have a high stress level. Maybe it's 2020. Maybe they're stressing themselves yeah, through I get excess it. exercise. <laughs> Maybe it's 2020, okay. you know, maybe, maybe it's, um, maybe it's stressing themselves okay. through nutrition also. 
Um, but you've got a sleep Actually, factor. Actually, I do we'll want to get to that. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, I want to ask one more question before you please, get to that. Please. Um, when, when you see someone who's having a negative, like having a bad day, and yes. they're like, dang on it, I want that donut. I have had the worst. Oh, rum. Yes. What? Yeah, rum, <laughs> rum's rum. good. Yeah. Let's be real. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. So what do you um, tell your clients to do instead in that kind of case? I understand you don't want to restrict them mm-hmm. from having, say, the donut in general, but the intent mm-hmm. is the wrong intent, right? Yes. So how how do you help them through that moment? Well, the first step is I poop in a bag, and then I find their address. <laughs> I go to the doorstep. What's it ready? Right in a Dunkin' Donuts bag. Right on the front porch. I wasn't ready. I wasn't ready. Right on the front porch. I wasn't ready for that. That'll teach you. So, so, so no, so seriously, what we do and, and, and Twanda's been through my price. She's had, she's engaged with me in this way. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but what, what we're doing through the nutrition process, the way I do nutrition with clients is habit based. So we are practicing for two weeks, these sort of these habits. And, and one of the habits that we, that we work on is being mindful. We talk a lot about noticing and naming. So if they want to have the donut, they have it. It's, it's not a big deal. The conversation that we have is, are you noticing the reason that you want it? You know, can you name the thing that led you to this feeling? It's all about cues and triggers and responses, right? Uh, You know, and if you notice that and you name that and you still want to have it, go ahead and have it. Don't feel guilty about it. You didn't do anything wrong. However, let's look at some methods that we can use next time when this Mm -hmm. cue and trigger happen to you. We're always going to get triggered. There's always going to be a cue out there in the environment in life because in the cue between the trigger and sort of the action, there's a story that we tell ourselves, right? So what we do, we we work on rewriting that story. And the story that we tell is something like, um, you know, I've had a hard day. I deserve this donut. I've been so good with my nutrition, um, you know, up to this point. So we, we, we go through the practice of rewriting those stories. It goes from that to things like, you know, I'm doing so well. I can have the donut if I choose to, but I want to choose to have it out of a, out of a right. for a pleasant reason. You know, I know it's just stress. I recognize that if I pass by the donut place, I know that I've got something to eat at home. And, and what I'll do instead, I'll take a walk. You know, so mm-hmm. there's always a story in between the trigger and the action that we take. We always, even if it's a microsecond, that's, that's enough time for us to recall a story. What we do when we mindlessly eat things is that story comes through instantaneously and we don't address the story at all. We just go right, we devolve right to the action. Um, and then when the action happens, there's guilt associated Always. with the action that we took. You know, we run mm-hmm. head first in the cognitive dissonance, right? right. Um, we are acting in a way that we don't equate with our personality type or our personhood. Now there's guilt associated due to cognitive dissonance. Then the cortisol gets released. Then you don't sleep well. And, and we're, going, we're getting into sleep now, but it's a cycle. It's a cycle of a process that can be interrupted, number one, by giving yourself grace. A lot of what I do with clients is not discipline, motivation. You got to do it, drill sergeant. A lot of it is, where can we find grace here? Right. Just a human. You know, these things will happen because grace leads to consistency. Um, discipline, motivation lead to a perfectionist mindset where everything that's off of 100% cracks you, you know, it psychologically cracks you. If we can learn to, to uh, establish grace uh, for ourselves, we can remain much more consistent because when you 
fall off the wagon or whatever term you like to, to use, you, you just get right back. You, you know what? I had a day. Let me just get right back onto it. Right. That didn't ruin the entirety of this process for me. I can deal with that. I'm going to move forward. Forgive myself. Ren's for, you know, Ren's not going to get on me for it, you know, but if I need to talk mm -hmm. to him about it, we can talk about the, the emotions that went into the choice. Um, but I'm good. I'll just go to the next thing. People do much better when they give themselves grace than they do when they apply discipline. Uh, that's why January 1st doesn't last much longer than February 12th. I think, I think the, I think the 12th, the, the, the 12th, either February 7th, somewhere between the 7th and the 12th is the official psychological fall off day for January, you know, new year's resolutions that we're, that we're forcing yeah, that we're forcing ourselves into is somewhere right around Valentine's time or, or right before then. Um, but that's a great question, though, Romel. Thank you so much for asking that, answering that question. And, and Twanda, you're really well. <laughs> Everybody on this podcast knows I like Rom. It's not a big deal. So let me go on to the um, sleeping part because, well, see, I, here's what I heard. You said sleep was important, and I was like, does that mean, and I couldn't ask you at the time, so I can ask you now, does that mean I can take a nap instead of going to the gym and I'm good? First of all, you play too much. <laughs> let's let's just start there. I'm telling you what let's went just, in my let's head. Let's establish that line right? of thought for this you part of this. You said napping yeah, yeah. was very first, important, first of all, you just play and too that's much. where the change happens. And <laughs> he, he says sleep. That might be okay. He just okay. So maybe nap. you just need to explain to me and everybody else what you meant by that, because I was just I was like when I talked to Ren, asked, can I take a nap instead of going to the gym? I mean, literally, that's what I thought of, and I'm asking you now. <laughs> this is this is why the frequency of our contact has diminished so much over the years. Okay. Play too much. So, so here's here's how sleep is important. Uh, another study. A recent research study, uh, they had people sleep uh, in two different sections, like two different times. The same person got the ability to sleep two different ways. Way number one mm -hmm. was five and a half hours of sleep. They did that for two weeks. Way number two was eight hours plus sleep. They did that for two weeks. And they did this for, I think, a 90-day period of time. Uh, you know, controlled environment, okay. clinical research environment up to all the you know all, all of the the doodads and gizmos that monitor sleep and body composition and all that stuff and what they found was that for the people that slept and, and there was okay. no differentiation in diet okay. no dietary intervention here no no workout intervention here just just sleep what they found was that the people who uh when they slept eight hours or more they had a 55 uh a 55 percent higher frequency of fat loss. So they lost 55% more body fat generally just because they slept eight hours. Uh, that dipped by 55% when they slept five and a half hours per night over the two weeks. Um, oh, wait, the stop. Other thing I'm sorry. Don't forget that really other thing. I'm still processing. Go ahead. Sleeping eight. Like that is yeah, the best yeah. so, reason so, for me to sleep more. It's like, I've got oh, to lose weight. Oh, I got so, way better reasons I need than my that. sleep. Oh, wait a minute. Okay, Wanda, go ahead. I need I'm to sorry. hear his other reasons. Yeah. Okay. So, so, so the, here, here's one more thing about sleep. It's not in terms of weight loss, but in, in terms of uh, cancer diagnosis, you know, and, and the risk of certain types of cancer. Of course, we can't control that totally. Uh, but, um, you know, melatonin is your body's most, um, it's your body's strongest 
endogenously produced. That just means it your body can make it. It's your body's strongest endogenously produced anti-cancer hormone, melatonin. We know it a lot as the sleep hormone. Uh, so, you know, when you're not getting adequate rest over consistent periods of time, it does drive up the risk of cancer. Of course, you have other cofactors there, family history, um, you know, some, some environmental factors, but there's so many reasons to get good sleep. And I, I won't get into that today. Perhaps, <laughs> perhaps another podcast, we can just talk about, that's sleep. one of my favorite topics. You know, what, what it does and how to get it. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll be, the, I'll be the health <laughs> correspondent here. Uh, like Dr. Sanjay Gupta on CNN. Um, but, but in any, in any case, so, so the other thing that happens with, with sleep is when people were sleeping in the five and a half hour range, they had a 60% greater tendency to lose lean body mass. Now, if you're, if you're listening closely, that's your muscle. So mm -hmm. you're wasting away your muscle just by virtue of not getting enough sleep. So here's what's going on. You've got a 55% higher chance of, uh, well, a 55% lower chance, 50 or 55% lower chance of burning any body fat. And you've got a 60% higher chance of burning through your great muscle that you need, which keeps your metabolism high. The more muscle you have in your body, the higher your metabolic rate is. That's Generally, true. you burn more calories, have mm. lean mass on your body. So you're creating a, you know, a dynamic duo of destruction for your body by not sleeping adequately. So I can work out, do the same workout as my yeah. twin brother. I don't have one with male. I'm just using this. <laughs> oh, you got a twin brother? No, no, I don't. Um, but I can do the same workout as my twin brother. Eat the same as my twin brother. Um, I mean, oh, I thought about them too. Okay. Anyway. Um, um, and, um, and just the difference in our sleep, he's going to get swole <laughs> and Jack, he, he's going to be on the cover, cover of Ebony, cover Jet Magazine. Uh, what did, what did, uh, Eddie Murphy say? Uh, Alleganza, Mac Daddy <laughs> of the Month vibe. Oh uh, yeah. 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 He's a Mac Daddy of the Month, and, and here I am, you know, on the cover of Wildlife magazine, you know, because being you didn't tracked through the enough. woods. So, because I didn't sleep enough, he's going to have wow. 60%, I'm going to have 60% less muscle than him. Uh, he's going to burn 50% more fat than me. Mm -hmm. uh, we're doing the same workout, the same nutrition, uh, same genetic predisposition just because I didn't sleep. So, all the muscle building, fat burning hormones that your body needs to release to make those things happen. It happens during deep sleep, deep anabolic sleep is what we call it. Uh, and when you don't sleep well, a couple of things happen. Number one, we got that melatonin mm -hmm. cortisol balance, right? We right. talked about cortisol early, melatonin mm -hmm. and cortisol, they operate like a seesaw. They can't both be up. They can't be down. One's up and one's down. This is the tired and wired effect. You know, you go to work during the day, you're tired by two o'clock in the afternoon, you're getting a release of melatonin at the wrong time of the day. You know, you go to bed at night, you wake up sporadically at 12, one, two, you're getting a shot of cortisol at the wrong time of day. Um, you know, so the other thing that happens when you're sleep deprived is your, your brain wants a shot of glucose. Mm -hmm. Your the, the primary fuel that your brain wants to operate off is carbohydrates. That's true. Now that what? doesn't mean donuts. No donuts though? Okay. Yeah, you can need it. No, but, that, mm -hmm, but that's a quick mm -hmm. starch. That's a quick carbohydrate. Fruit, every fruit and vegetable is a carbohydrate. All fruits and vegetables are carbs. Um, so your brain wants a shot of uh, glucose uh, at night, you know, sort of, sort of help the brain repair and restore itself. When, when it doesn't get that at night because you haven't slept well, 
you wake up, you start thinking about candy, cupcakes, donuts, bread, everything. Just because you didn't get great sleep at night, you didn't get you didn't get enough sleep for that process to happen to get your brain that shot of glucose. So the next day, you want every confection, oh, sweet bread, wow. you know, sugary coffee you can think of. Not only that, but when you're sleep deprived, you know, sleep REM sleep, rapid eye movement sleep. That's when your brain sort of takes out the trash. Uh, there's a system called the glymphatic system, mm -hmm. like the lymphatic system, but glymphatic. Yeah. I always think of Glenda, the good bitch of the north. Um, there's no place like home. Yeah, though. definitely the, the weird version. It's the only version. <laughs> Even yeah. yourself. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, but but in any case, so <laughs> that takes out the trash, right? Repair, repairs and restores the brain. Helps you with high level cognitive function the next day. So you think right. So number one, you don't get enough sleep. You're not burning any body fat. You're losing muscle. So your mm -hmm. metabolism is slowing down. Number two, you got a shot of glucose that you didn't get. So you're craving sugary, starchy things the next day. And then number three, for the, for the holy trinity, uh, the you're making bad trinity. decisions. But, yeah. <laughs> and then there's a number oh. four. There's a number four to sleep. And then I'll be quiet. And that is that it flips your hunger signaling. The hormone that signals that you're hungry is called ghrelin. Yeah. I always think of mm -hmm. gremlin because I love mm -hmm. that movie and they like mm -hmm. to eat. Yeah. Uh, and the hormone that signals that you're, you've had enough to eat, leptin, L-E-P-T-I-N. Mm -hmm. I always use the phrase, <laughs> I leptin on my plate. Uh, you didn't mm -hmm. eat everything, mm -hmm. so you were satisfied, okay. leptin. Um, they flip. So you're sleep deprived. Ghrelin secretes so hungry all like day. like a gremlin. And uh, leptin doesn't secrete at all. I ain't leave nothing leptin on the plate. Leptin doesn't secrete at all. Uh, wow. Never feel good. So look, look at all those cofactors that contribute mm -hmm. because you don't sleep. So this is what happens with my type A clients. And this is why I tell people you're probably doing three things that you think are great contributors to your weight loss or fat loss program right now that are absolutely bonkers in the wrong direction. You're overtraining. You know, so it's driving up your hormone signaling, your hunger signaling. It won't let your body change due, you know, based on the work that you do it. You're restricting foods. It's causing a cortisol release, you know, you know, re uh, reducing your bone density, um, causing, causing taboo foods yeah. that you create the taboo around to, to seem incredibly desirable now. And then you're not sleeping, which causes your hunger and hormone signaling to flip, causes you to make bad decisions prevents your ability to burn body fat. We just talked about 55% less chance of burning body fat, increases your ability to burn through muscle, you know, 60% more likely to burn lean body mass. All those things that you think you're doing as you're going to get it, <laughs> as you're going hard, you know, going ham, I'm going ham on my, oh January my 1st, I'm going ham. So oh. every sing, single thing that you do with mm -hmm. that sort of January 1st mentality, psychological, physically, physiologically, is the absolute antithesis of, what, of what's going to get you results. And plus, it's super hard. Like, who got time to be in the gym for two hours? Like, why? Like, you don't have other stuff yeah. to do? You don't have a favorite show? Like, Ren, you don't well, want to see me, people? Let me ask you this really quickly, because I know we, we're, we're running over, but I want to ask you this. Do you have a quick uh, trick or thought as to how to reverse that um, no sleep thing if you're all like all your hormone hormones and your cortisols and your yes. um they're all reversed yes. and everything is there something that you can tell us to do that will help us actually flip those things around so we can get better rest? yes yes absolutely so three quick tips number one avoid the oh, blue light man. uh your tablet your phone your television, they emit a spectrum of light called blue light. Blue light si signals the photoreceptors in your eyes to release, yeah. you guessed it, cortisol. Uh, so 
you, it, you'll have uh, issues with sleep latency, your ability to, the amount of time it takes you to go to sleep. You can avoid that by using a filter. There are lots of filters now that, that come with your device. Um, you, you can go into your screen's device, uh, to your mm -hmm. device display, and it'll have something like blue light filter or, um, or a filter, you know, dimmer, or it, it'll give an orangish tinge to your, uh, to your, to your device. So, so avoid the blue light if you can. They have shades too. I mean, glasses That's that block, mm -hmm. excuse me, that block blue light. Um, and uh, number two is uh, magnesium. I, I use a magnesium spray. Um, oh. this, the spray that I use is called um, Ease, E-A-S-E. It's by a company called Activation. No, I do not have a discount code. I don't <laughs> sell supplements, uh, but I do use that magnesium spray. When you have issues sleeping, a lot of the times it's, it's based on uh, uh, magnesium deficiency. Most of us have a magnesium deficiency. You'll know a magnesium deficiency because it also leads to mus muscle cramping, uh, things like that eye twitch oh. when your eye jumps. It's usually an indication that, you, that you're low in magnesium. Mm -hmm. Don't take magnesium. Your tummy doesn't like it. The kidneys don't like it. As a matter of fact, if you're a, kidney, if you're a, um, if you're a renal plate patient, have kidney issues, you probably shouldn't take magnesium orally at all. But it also, your stomach doesn't like it. Anybody yes. who remembers milk and magnesia, that was, that was to get the train moving faster <laughs> through the tunnel when you couldn't go. So if you take too much magnesium, the train's going to leave the station in, in places that are inconvenient for you living <laughs> as a human in society. Um, so, so what I use is a spray. Spray is much more bioavailable. Uh, if you have sore knees or sore ankle or sore muscles, you can spray the spray right on that localized spot. But it absorbs much better uh, at greater potency through the skin. Um, if you've ever taken a bath in Epsom salt, it's oh, magnesium sulfate. That's, all, that's, that's all why we do that. Okay. So, you, so you, yeah, that's why you do that. So you'll sleep better usually that night. You'll, your, your muscles won't be as tired. Muscle cramps, mm -hmm. things like that, magnesium. And yeah, salt bath. Um, but I get a little spray bottle. And I, but when I take my shower at night, I just spray it on. It doesn't, it doesn't have an odor or it's, you know, it's not sticky or anything like that. Sleep like a baby. When I get up in the morning, I spray some on. It doesn't interact with anything else. I want to put a cologne or perfume or whatever your other products are. Okay. So you want to stay replete wow. with magnesium. Um, and number three is number three is really just just go to go to sleep. I mean, you know, decide that you're going to have a bad time, mm -hmm. and try not mm -hmm. to confuse your space mm -hmm. with other things. Um, okay. I don't have a television in my bedroom. Um, I, I try not to do work in my bedroom. Mm -hmm. So that when I go into my bedroom, I don't think about work or entertainment. Uh, I mm -hmm. sleep. Mm -hmm. you know, confuse yourself psychologically by mixed use of different areas of your home. The bedroom is probably the worst of those culprits. Um, you know, so so have a bad time and make your bedroom only for bedtime and the other bedtime. <laughs> uh, I know what so, you mean. We had an episode I mean? on that. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. And, yeah. When, and when you go into your bedroom. Yeah. Yeah, one of those two things will probably take place uh, mm -hmm. with, with, right. without okay. difficulty. Um, right. You know what I mean? So so those would be like three quick tips for getting thank better sleep. Thank you. That is, I've learned awesome. so much. Yeah. Like, thank you. So much. And I like Me that I too. got to ask my questions. Uh, I did. And that, did now I feel, I feel better now. I questions. really understand. Um I did want to find nice. out because mm -hmm. we want to give you an opportunity. I know you're not promoting any supplements or anything, but do you have anything you would like to promote? No. Uh, let our users, you have a lot of ladies, uh, not just ladies, but we have a lot of ladies um, who, uh, who listen to our show. So is there anything you want to share with them? 
Sure. Um, I've got, I've got a Facebook group on, uh, on the Facebook, uh, and it's, it's exclusively for, uh, for women, almost exclusively for moms. It's called lean in and mm-hmm. lean, lean in and lean out. Um, okay. so, so I guess, I guess if there was anything to promote, just my social media, it, it's all okay. fitness Jones training. Uh, Instagram is, you know, the little at sign fitness mm-hmm. Jones training, uh, Facebook, fitness jones training my website fitnessjonestraining.com okay. it's it's all it's all the same so um i i enroll clients on a on a monthly basis and like twanda was saying I, i'm not really um promoting anything in specifically now but you know if you want great information uh backed by science that's not you know that <laughs> shit crazy uh <laughs> you know cuz a lot of what i see out there is just crazy yeah, uh, you know, and uh, let alone the fact that it doesn't work, it's just it's just batshit crazy. Um, you know, just give me a follow, and um, mm-hmm. I'm happy to help. I'm all I'm always giving out tips similar to what what <laughs> happened on this podcast. I do this on a day, on a weekly basis, video after video, post after post, picture after picture. I do this incessantly, so uh, I I feel confident in saying that you'll get some value out of out of following me, and I'll follow you back. Uh, you know, I'm not, I'm okay. not, I'm not, I'm I'm not too big. You know, <laughs> well, I ain't too proud to follow back. Well, what we'll do, Ren, is we're going to put all that information mm-hmm. that you just gave to us. We're yep. going to put it in the show notes. Show notes. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So all of you, um, listeners can get a hold of him and just be able to get the information that he yeah. has and connect with Ren. So I know we came. got good information. Good. We laughed a lot. Awesome. I see why they wanted you on their uh, yes. podcast. I, I reeled it in on this one because I had to get information. On the other <laughs> one, I can just be a total, <laughs> a total knucklehead. Uh, well, we want to thank you so much for stopping by with us today, and we want to thank our listeners for joining us and uh, getting all the information <laughs> on what we're doing wrong. Yeah, uh, we're doing, we're a lot doing wrong. everything wrong. <laughs> all right. Yeah. So until next time, listeners, peace peace and blessings. Thanks for joining us today. Don't forget to subscribe wherever you listen to this podcast. You can also find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Girl Podcast. That's girl with three R's. And if you want to participate in our segment, Ask Your Girlfriends, Email us at girlpodcast at gmail.com. That's girl with three R's. (laughs) So until next time, peace Peace and and blessings. blessings.